AEW refs are blind. Joey Ryan becomes an even bigger scumbag. We've got Victory Road to take over 31 this weekend. And all you have is us. I'm Chris the Heat Matthews. He's Garrett G. Money Mun. And he's the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. And this is episode 61 of the Wrestle Getting Podcast. Montel Williams Guess. probably has AIDS. Montel, is this on? Well, let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Money. What's been going on, guys? I work for a little bit, get to chill out, watch wrestling, and it's pierced. It's been great. Great. Man, I uh been um decking off to uh Nancy Kerrigan. Uh, a weird fetish I have, boy. You know, you never cease to surprise me, Carl. <laughs> never cease to surprise me. On that note, (laughs) uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with 1D, Instagram, WrestleGettingPod with 2Ds, and you can find us at Facebook on Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod, also with 1D. Check out Redbubble.com slash people slash WrestleGettingPodcast to buy some awesome WrestleGettingPodcast merchandise, like some shirts, get your mask, no mask up for COVID. All that fun stuff. Got some stickers, onesies if you got some babies, all kinds of good stuff. And you can also go ahead over to wrestlegettingpodcast.wordpress.com and check out our brand spanking new website where you can find an article up uh, that is about the forgotten toys. Uh, I forgot what I named the article. Ah. <laughs> Gone and Forgotten Toys. Um, it's about the Lucha Libre Mass Warriors line from Playmates that came out in 2011. So I'll go ahead and give that a check out. It was previously a Patreon exclusive, uh, but since nobody wanted to do the Patreon, it is now free, and you guys can check it out whenever you want on our brand spanking new website. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you guys are probably wondering what I'm laughing at. So. <laughs> Yourself? I don't know. Uh, no, I just Carl just joined, and I happened to look down at what his uh, name is on the thing. Uh. <laughs> Do you know who uh, Nick Kerrigan is, uh, Garrett? Uh, the name is very f- familiar to me. <laughs> So please go ahead. I'm sure you know her very well now. <laughs> I was just saying if you knew who it was. That's all good. <laughs> I'm bad when you say, hey, do you know who this is? Oh, I'm more likely going to tell you I don't know because I don't I don't know people by names. That's all good. If you, if you I know if, people by their face. If you wasn't like a big fan of figure skating in the 90s, you wouldn't know who. 
Nancy Kerrigan was. That explains a lot. Nancy Kerrigan is the one who Tanya Harding's husband smacked in the knee <laughs> with the freaking like nightstick or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Garrett's like, I don't give shit. So. <laughs> Yeah, nobody nobody does anymore. So except for Carl. <laughs> yeah, again, makes a lot of sense. Oh, but that was a pretty brutal attack. But uh, it's not as brutal as what we are going to be doing this month for the month of October. Last year, we gave you guys uh, the top twenty horror themed wrestlers. Uh, this week, we're going to highlight some brutal matches or gruesome matches. From wrestling history and we're going to start it off this week with abyss versus sabu and the barbed wire massacre from turning point 2005 so if you guys aren't familiar with a barbed wire massacre match you should probably turn the podcast <laughs> off now um because you're not a wrestling fan <laughs> um i know we do have some people who aren't wrestling fans and enjoy listening to our podcast so i'm going to tell you a barbed wire massacre match is basically where they replace the ropes with barbed wire and then it's like all over the ring like there's barbed wire everywhere like in the corners like anything like normally like during matches i'll pull shit off from underneath the ring everything's covered in barbed wire so this these type of matches are some of the most brutal bloody like just insane matches you will ever see. Um, you can actually find this match on YouTube. Um, if you do a search for Abyss versus Sabu, uh, barb or even just Barbed Wire Massacre, um, like if you are very squeamish, this will definitely yeah. uh, make your stomach turn a little bit. So, but if you are curious to find out what type what this match entails. Definitely, no, give it definitely. A go. It's de- out of like barbed wire matches. Uh, like this is probably one of the better ones. Um, I'm not like too big in like the like Japan like death matches, but yeah, this was pretty good. Yeah, I've got a uh, bought a DVD that was like King of the Death Match, and it had uh, Cactus Jack and Terry Funk. Yeah. In an exploding ring match. Whoa. Which is insane. Yeah. But uh like this, this match like topped that. Just just insane the amount. Like this even topped the uh the barbed wire match between Sabu and Terry Funk from UCW, which we talked about. We um did like a review of that match um on one of the older episodes from probably about a month ago. So you can go back into the archives and check that one out. Um, it was uh, Chris and Carl's retro review, so you guys can check that out too. But uh, yeah, this this definitely like went above and beyond what Sabu and Terry Funk did in that match. So it was just just insane. Definitely check it out. So um, yeah, so we'll continue next week. We'll get you. We'll give you another uh, gruesome slash brutal match recommendation for you to check out for the year month of October spooky season. You can add it onto your, your list of horror stuff. So. 
All right. So that's going to wrap up pretty much everything I've got for follow-up housekeeping. And uh, no, all that fun no. stuff. You guys got anything? You know, nope. if you're wondering why they call them the pseudo, suicidal, homicidal, dental saddle, sabu, um, you can find out by watching this match. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and definitely, um, probably the best place to find it is um, the Impact Plus app, which if you sign up, you get a 30-day free trial right now. So that's a uh, pretty solid thing. Plus, you got Victory Road coming up this weekend, which we'll talk about later. And then their big, one of their bigger events, Bound for Glory, coming up later this month. So pretty sweet. So we will uh, go ahead and jump into the news. All right, so one of the, the big things coming out this week is uh, Triple H um, has said during a couple of interviews that there are ongoing conversations of moving NXT to Tuesday. Awesome. It's not going to happen. Definitely would make things. Hey, you never know. They're pulling in pretty good ratings on Tuesday because there's nothing else really like what else is there on Tuesday night besides like its impact and like Impact barely hits like a thousand viewers. <laughs> and we're looking at it as Vince yeah. going, Why well, I, I don't want these uh, clouds trying to outdo me, so uh, I'm not going to do it. It's not good shit. It's not good shit. Man, I just, I think if they bring it to him at this point, aspect, be like, Hey, you know, our ratings are going to go up and advertiser sales are going to go up, all this other stuff, then it might be a, uh, a better move for them overall is not trying like you can't compete like you could in the nineties right now with TV. It's just no, there's no way if you've got an open night that the, the cable network's willing to move your show to and could possibly do that. I say, go for it. Yep. That's just going to be a win-win for wrestling fans. But then Jericho is going <laughs> to run his mouth about, yeah, we won the war. Like there really wasn't a war, man. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I just I don't get it. <laughs> That's one thing. That's the only thing that I'm I'm not looking forward to. If it does, if it actually does move to permanently Tuesdays, is how how quick Jericho is going to be running his mouth. I'm sure he won't be the only one. So, uh, yeah. Um, no, definitely not. All right, so we go from that to um. Uh, as we mentioned in the opening, Joey Ryan becoming a bigger scumbag. Uh, Joey Ryan actually, during the, the speaking out movement, he was one of the ones that had multiple, multiple accusers, um, pretty much in the double digits um, on people that were coming out against him um, for um, unwanted sexual advances and conduct um, on wrestling shows in the locker room, things like that. Uh, but Joey Ryan has issued a lawsuit against three of those speaking out accusers. Uh, basically, he is looking to recoup damages for losing followers on his Twitter account of at least 11,000 followers. He's no longer getting 1,000 followers per month. Like, lost followers on Instagram of at least 8,000 and is no longer getting 1,000 followers per month. Lost venues for his bar wrestling promotions, including Bootleg Theater, 
American Legion Hall in Baldwin Park and Glass House in Pomona. Lost revenues from bar wrestling in the amount of $1,500 per month from distribution and streaming services and $2,000 per event with two events per month. Lost revenue from merchandising, Patreon, Cameo, Twitch account, and uh, wrestling performance bookings of $8,000 to $10,000 per month. So this is pretty much a multi-million dollar lawsuit that he's launched yeah. against these three three women that came out. I mean, if it's one of those things like you can prove like they lied or something like that, like by like by all means, like you know, yeah, you know, seek out like a lawsuit or something. But if it's like if he did do the things that they accuse him of or whatever, um, then that's kind of like a douchey move. But I mean. Yeah, and like I, I don't understand like how you can throw in like oh I lost followers on my my social media, I'm suing you for that. Like really, this is like fucking like suing well, someone mean, over it, a beanie baby. Like when nineties. you're doing like, lawsuits on, like that, like you just gotta put like a number. Out. The reason why people put numbers out there uh, is because like a lot of times, like especially if he does have like any proof that they like lied about what they were doing or they're malicious about what they're doing. Then you just throw like absurd numbers out there because like you're probably gonna settle out of court anyways, and your settlement's gonna be like a lot lower. So you usually just yeah. throw like these crazy ass numbers out there just to where you'll get like a decent payoff if you settle out of court. Man, and the other thing with this too is like, how can you claim the accusations? Because the accusations came out while we were in COVID to begin with. There were no bars open. No one was hosting any type of wrestling event um, outside of Florida. So, like, I don't understand how he can claim that he lost revenue from his bar wrestling promotion. I get from maybe the streaming service that he was offering and, like, distribution for that. But, like, the actual live events, like, how can you claim... That you lost revenue from that during a during a pandemic. I mean, we have you were already uh, shut down. Maybe it's going to prove that they, you know, gave everybody COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I think it wouldn't be so bad if, like, his character wasn't like like, his character really puts it to the point of like he more than likely did this kind of stuff. And like it sucks well, for him though because like it's well, one of those things they, they where like say, if he had a different character we probably would be like okay well maybe but because he like literally slings his dick around in the fucking wrestling ring and you know puts baby oil all over his fucking chest every match he kind of comes off like a pervert the fucking whatever they always say the the most popular wrestlers are always the ones who take that, who their character is themselves, yep. but turned up to 10. So with how over Joey Ryan was as the king of sleaze, like you got to wonder if that was actually part of his personality turned mm-hmm. up to 10. Really, yep. really just makes you wonder. But with the, the amount of accusations, because yeah, he was one of the ones that had more accusations right. against him than most other people. <laughs> and then but his character is it's just like that's just the way it's mm-hmm. the way it's going for that makes it seem like he 
more than likely did. Yeah. All right, but that's pretty much all I had for news. I don't really have anything else. Yeah. I think like uh, I do not either. I think like there's like something about like the like the play had a shit on her Twitter. Maybe she was getting trolled. I did. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I actually did. I don't know what it was. Huh. Um. Oh, I forgot. There was actually one thing that I did forget. Um, Billy Corgan had stated that NWA Power it will return. Um, NWA is not shut down. Uh, like everyone's saying, like the rumors that are floating around are. Um, but they are looking at. Um, ways that they can get back into their studio okay. and start um, what about, uh, bringing us like more content. What about and reunion tour or something? Oh. Any mention anything about that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't think anybody cares about that right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. So he put out a tweet. He says, one year ago, we shot our first episode of NWA Power. Suffice to say, it's been a crazy ride ever since, from trending number one worldwide on our debut to successful pay-per-views to having to stop many plans, including the Crockett Cup due to the plague. To Rosa appearing with NWA Women's Championship on AEW, now to adding our say, or adding our voice to the collective that is primetime live, on the United Wrestling Network, I can only say to our great fans, hang in there. We're currently talking about bringing back power very soon, even if it means we can't have fans in the stands because we just want to get back to work. But it's nice to see our friend and former champion, Tim Storm, here. If anyone can lead us out of this, it's a man or woman like him who gives it all he or she's got, even when the chips are down. That sounds more grim than I mean it, because, yeah, still here, still kicking and ready and to get ready to rock. So, that gives me gives me a glimmer of hope. So, I'd love to see NWA come back. Yeah. I would too. But, you know, sometimes the world is a vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But with um, <laughs> but with things like the uh, <laughs> no, Carl. Carl's joke was not that funny. Garrett dropped off and came back on, and now we have their names on our app is is what they're laughing at (laughs) one is HIV the other one is AIDS I want Billy Corgan (laughs) to come out there I think I'm good. You know, like, you know, it looks like mayonnaise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I was not a big Smashing Pumpkins fan. Chris is a, 
Chris has a thing against female bass not, players. Not a fan. <laughs> no, I just did not like their music. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's so that's pretty much it for the news. So um like I said, I'm pretty excited for NWA um with the potential of coming back. They've been doing Thunder Rosa has been killing it. Um, defending the NWA Women's Champion, like championship everywhere. Um, United Wrestling Network's primetime incorporating NWA into that as well, um, which we'll get into that this week's a um, little later. So, yeah, lots of cool stuff to look forward to on the horizon. Um, that is pretty much all that I've got for that stuff. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with our Get in the Ring segment. We'll go over some SmackDown. Uh, we'll run down our results from Clash of Champions. And we got TakeOver 31, so we'll give you our picks for that. And uh, all that other fun stuff in the uh, week that was in wrestling. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. What's up, WrestleGeddon Podcast fans? This is Rose with Bright Rose Events. Here to announce, we have a new subscription box for all your tingling sensations. Check out www.cratejoy.com and research dates in a box. Even wrestling fans need love too, and so you can get your wrestle on with the one you love. Have a date night delivered to your house every month for you and that special someone. That's www.cratejoy.com. Searching dates in a box. get in the ring let's talk some uh smackdown uh, a couple things from smackdown really not much um alexa bliss is still uh, going through her fiend transformation um yeah. she's looking like a hot mess um uh, not in a bad way in a great way great uh, way coming off of <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty sweet so th- this is probably one of the more interesting story arcs on smackdown right now with alexa bliss and the her uh transformation like with the fiend stuff and yeah like going more heel especially that stare down she um, had to ring the roman when he came out to the ring oh that yeah. was that was awesome <laughs> uh so yeah that was pretty sweet and speaking of roman that uh that jay uso promo like that was good fire was good no that made me like really hype for their match at clash of champions and then just that problem. Then you got disapp- Damn, I want to see. Then you got disappointed. Yep, pretty much. No. So, speaking of disappointment, ladies and gentlemen, Clash of Champions. <laughs> All right, so uh, we will start run down here. Uh, we had Cesaro Nakamura retain. 
Uh, this match ended up getting bumped to the pre-show. Um, there was some issues with um, some of the talent having to be quarantined, apparently. So we never got the women's tag team title match. We never got – we didn't get Bailey versus Nikki Cross. And so we ended up getting Bailey versus Asuka. Uh, probably the standout match of this entire pay-per-view was the ladder match. Yep. Uh, which uh, Sami Zayn won. Uh, I forgot to do our uh, things on here. You guys actually, for Cesaro Nakamura, you guys picked them to retain. I picked the Lucha House Party. So that's uh, one point for you guys. Zero for me. <laughs> but then uh, then we even it up here with uh, Sami Zayn winning the Intercontinental Championship. Or actually, I should say retaining the Intercontinental Championship because he never lost it. Yep. Uh, you guys both picked Jeff Hardy, so that evens, evens us out with the most, like, the spot where he handcuffed Hardy's ear to the ladder just made me, like, cringe and, like, when we got skin crawl. I mean... It was just, like, it was so awesome, but it was, like... Yeah, it was probably, like, probably like one of the more creative ways to end the ladder match without just having, like, the... Uh, titles like falling with somebody's hands or something stupid yeah. like that. Like this, this is one of those things where you can tell that the three of them sat down and said, "Hey, we need to do something that you wouldn't expect. Like the fans aren't going to expect to see, like something that we've never done before. Like just something that's going to get a rise out of people. And just putting the freaking cuff through Jeff Hardy's earlobe, just freaking. Oh my god! As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like. He literally just handcuffed Jeff Hardy's ear to a ladder. Awesome shit. So now that, that was some good, good shit. shit. Hell yeah. I need to find like a, just a thing with Vince saying good shit and add it in. You, you really should. I need a good shit button. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that, that was pretty, that was the match of the night there. Uh, we had a Gulak uh, rolling up Truth from the new 24-7 champion. Um, R-Truth ends up getting it back later, become like the 300-time R-24-7, 7-Eleven, I-40 South TV title champion. Oscar <laughs> um, retained against Lena Vega, which was actually a pretty good match in that one. Uh, of course, we all picked Oscar for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Lashley retained against um, Apollo. We all picked Lashley on that one as well, so we're pretty much all tied. Uh, Bailey ends up facing Asuka, and she ends up getting attacked by Sasha Banks. Uh, this is one of those matches. It's supposed to be Bailey versus Nikki Cross, but due to whatever was going on with the WWE roster, we ended up not getting that. Um, McIntyre versus. Too. That's the only thing, too, is, like, there wasn't any other woman in the locker room besides Asuka that could have faced Bailey. Sure, it was. Exactly. You know? Like, we couldn't get Shotzi. Hell, like, I mean, hell or... we could get Stephanie. We could get Stephanie McMahon or something. <laughs> that <would have> been... <laughs> there you go. Something we hadn't seen. Now, there were so many, so many other women that could could have did Naomi. Yep, that was exactly what I was thinking of too. So, 
Tamina of all people. Like you have all these options. Why not utilize them? Why do Oscar again? No, this is just because she was there. Like and there's like last minute changes. So I mean, you can't tell me that Naomi wasn't there, right? He's like, I mean, I think like her brother in law is in the championship match. I think so. the only thing with Oscar though is at least she like had tried to face Bailey already like re- recently. I yeah. think that was like the only purpose they did that for. Yeah, no, but then like, how are you gonna fight for the title? But then the other title might be on the right. Fucking stupid. Yeah, it was it was pretty dumb. But um, yeah. Speaking of dumb, uh, McIntyre and Orton in the ambulance match. I actually uh, liked it. I actually liked I it. Not. I know you and Garrett hate it, but I fucking like it because number one, fucking. Well, I mean, it had two. Uh, it, I was gonna say, hold on, it had two of your yeah. it had two of your heroes in it, so of course you liked it. it had fucking three <laughs> of my heroes in it, so I fucking get it right. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot Christians when no, the match heroes. itself was. <laughs> hey, I love Christians. Shut so up. I. Christians all. Shut up. I'm just fucking in the The match itself wasn't bad. It was like just these random ass, like, oh, here's Big Show. Here's Christian. Here's Ric Flair. Here's so and so. Here's Little Jimmy. No, I mean, I, I, I kind of like it because, you know, it kind of. I mean, McIntyre's like all his matches have been pretty much the same, anyways. Where he's yeah. like, he gets his ass kicked, and then somehow he barely wins. This time he just did it for for with like a little bit of help. But I mean, to me, like, I mean, there's a lot of physicality in the match. You know, they they had some pretty good spots themselves without you know everybody else interfering. Um, it's this. I, I mean, I'm not sold on McIntyre, but it's like a way to for him to beat Orton without Orton losing all his street cred. Well, know? the only other thing that really yeah. bothered me about this too, and it, it was like, it, and it, it really bothered me with Raw. How do you get beat the shit out of, get put in an ambulance, but you open up Raw and are perfectly fine? Like the whole purpose of the ambulance match is you get the living shit kicked out of you to get put in an ambulance. And obviously Orton was perfectly fine. Well, no, well, no the ambulance match is like, you just got to give him an ambulance and close the door. It doesn't have but to be called anymore. To me, like him being on raw thing with made this. it worse. It's like a casket match with wheels. You know, it's just like he's telling the back of the door. My only thing, like, if they're going to have... Okay, so Ric Flair's driving the ambulance, right? Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a better spot for Edge. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be... He's not medically cleared to wrestle, but that would have been a good spot to have, like, Edge be, like, the one driving the ambulance. And like, I, I think mean, that would have yeah, got, gotten over huge. It would have, but, I mean, then again, like, Edge probably would be well enough to do like a spot you know what i'm saying like he'd probably like hit him or something yeah whereas rick flair like we know rick flair can't do any physical activity well, i mean he can like, he, he, he probably wasn't even driving <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute who told you splash mountain got close <laughs> 
<laughs> it was Charlotte Flair and Charlotte and Charlotte Splash Mountain. Oh, Rick Flair's um Space, Space Mountain. Mountain. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That was the I that's the only thing. I think that would have made it better for me is like if Edge was involved some way, shape, or form. No, so. I mean I mean, I like, I mean, I was going in it to like expecting like the worst because like Garrett was telling me how bad it was because right. I decided to watch the football game over the pay per view. But I mean, I, I actually enjoyed the match. Like I said, uh, I'm not a big fan of McIntyre as a champion, so I wasn't like disappointed that he couldn't beat Randy Orton on his own. I was like, well, it kind of fits. Like he's been a sorry ass champion that can barely. Uh, Hang in a match and like just hit somebody with a claymore out of nowhere at the very end to fucking win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whatever. I don't know, but I was I, the uh, the main event with a uh, universal title with Roman and Jay. I thought it was a pretty solid match. Like it did the purpose that it was supposed to do. Uh, of course, Roman retained. We all pick Roman to retain. Um. But you saw like Jade come out with the the uh, traditional like the the flower lay around yeah. his neck, and then you saw like Roman demand that uh, Jimmy give it to him after or demand that they give it to him um, after Jimmy had thrown in a towel for for Jay because Roman just beat the shit out of Jay during the majority of this matchup. Yep, and I think I think what this may lead to would be the Usos falling in line with Roman. Um. We may get a match. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a match with Jimmy against Roman uh, once Jimmy's medically cleared, which he's got to be soon. Um, and, like, getting the same outcome where it's like, yo, like, do you guys are either going to fall in line with me or, like, I'm going to destroy you because you're in my way type of thing. So, I can definitely see that happen, especially with the rumors of them turning, like, all three of them heel again. Yeah. Well, you Jimmy and Jay heel again because Roman. This first time, Roman's been heel, but like I think it, I think it served the purpose of what they wanted to do with Roman. Yeah, the only the only thing I didn't really I didn't really like was, this wasn't that finish. wasn't Roman heel in uh, NXT. Yeah, but it doesn't count because it's not it wasn't on the main roster. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> Vince's mind. Forget. So. Forget. Yeah, I, I just didn't like to finish that much. Uh, it's like we just had an ambulance match, and you're punching somebody so hard that his brother comes up and doesn't attack. Yeah, I think it should have been more of a clean, clean finish. Like you should have just got pinned for on him, and then like just beat, just like beat him down for a minute before Jimmy hit the ring, you know? or hit him on the chair or something. Yeah. Like a headshot to the chair. Yeah. So then we go into so we go from that. Um, oh, who won? We, we tied with our predictions. We all tied. It was a tie. Yeah, because you guys missed the the tag or the ladder match. I missed the tag match and every other match that was on there um, that we had predictions for. We all had. We all were the same. Yeah. Damn it. We were so close to having a perfect perfect card 
perfect prediction on that. Uh, let's see. Let's jump into Monday Night Raw. Uh, some of the takeaways for this, we had um, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose finally make their debuts um, as Mandy was traded to Raw. I think Dana was traded a while ago. She just finally showed up on Raw. Um, there was no Raw Underground. Uh, we had Randy Orton um, pretty much comes into a room with some fucking night vision goggles and a chair and <laughs> takes out all the legends. <laughs> Like he literally just opened up the door and he's got these freaking night vision goggles on his head and he turns the damn light off and starts going to town with a chair in the dark. And the lights come back on and all the legends are just laid out on the floor. Like old Buffalo Bill. He looked like he was wearing like <laughs> steampunk glasses. They're supposed to be night vision goggles. Yeah, they look like steampunk glasses. Yeah, they look like they just took Becky Lynch's goggles and painted them the lenses green. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> so Buffalo, so Buffalo <laughs> Bill trick from Sounds of the Lambs. You calculate put on night vision goggles. Which, which, by the way, did, you did hear why there was no underground, right? Uh it's because all the NXT performers apparently were like exposed to. Right. Someone with COVID. And, yeah. Apparently, all the underground well, stuff. You could have did something else. Apparently, man. all the underground stuff is recorded, like beforehand. Yeah. At the performance center. So. Yeah. So all the performance center kids were uh, exposed to COVID. Yep. Somehow. Yep. And we I mean, it is Florida, so. Yeah, but uh, but that's not the biggest thing. Biggest thing, Monday Night Raw, the return of the glorious one, Bobby Roode. Oh, that was that was something I was going to talk about. I read some. Uh, I read something that uh, that James Storm put out that his uh, his uh, uh, he was going to be apparently on Raw, but because of COVID, he uh, he didn't get it because there's no money. Really? Yeah, I saw something about. I, I think it was when he was still in like NXT. Like, I know it was like a little bit before everything happened. Uh, I guess, uh, like a lot of the disease stuff kind of like derailed him from getting a. Well, he hasn't roster. been in. I don't know if it was that or maybe in... it was recently. I, I read a thing that said that it literally said that it was COVID... probably more recent because right. he's not under contract with NWA anymore. Yeah. So I think he was trying to get with them. And I think because they don't want to really sign anybody, that that's why he hasn't signed. Yeah, but he was gonna get like a main roster thing, and it was funny. I was telling Carl I bet you about it. Pair him back up with Rude. Exactly what I said. I said they're gonna bring back beer money, call it something different. I like this is exactly what I told Carl, and he was so for it just because of what. Come be tag champs, and then they can go up against the hurt business. That way, he doesn't have to see the street profits since he hates them so fucking much. Yeah, I was down for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want someone to beat the street. Yeah, I just it's not even like, I, want I want someone Shelton. to beat the street profits. I just want another tag team to face the street profits. That's all <laughs> I want. So, Jesus. Jesus. 
How many times? How many times we got to watch Andrade and Garza wrestle the Street Profits? Well, that's apparently not going to happen. Um, which actually, I forgot to. Apparently. Did they wrestle at Clash of Champions? Did we forget to put that in here? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. did. But we all picked the they Street did. Profits. I did. We all picked the Street We're Profits. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, did we all pick the Street Profits? I think I picked Andrade and Garza. No, you may have. It doesn't matter. Um, but speaking oh, of that, though, I was really like pissed off too about Raw. How is Andrade just getting? Absolutely demolished by Keith Lee. Like he comes out there and just doesn't even get any offense in. That really like irritated me. I was like, someone who's as good as Andrade is should not get destroyed by somebody like Keith Lee. Well, that's that's Vince's book. I know. I mean he likes his big guys. <laughs> but um I don't care. I got I got Bobby Roode back. That's all I care about. Yeah. So <laughs> and he got a title. Hey, match. you got you a got WWE championship match. So like you got Bobby Roode back, I get Dexter Loomis back, and that's all that really matters. Everything's right in the world. <laughs> yeah, so back into so we'll go from Raw to NXT. Um uh, let's see. There wasn't really a whole like some of the bigger stuff like um Dexter Loomis, yes, Dexter Loomis is back. Um Kushida beat Tony Knees. There's some uh Promo between Kushida and Velveteen Dream. Cameron yep. uh, Grimes issued his uh, stepping stone gauntlet match <laughs> since you know we can just make up match types now, according to Cameron. <laughs> since the, the gauntlet eliminator was a made up match, you <laughs> had all these jobbers lined up, then Ridge Holland comes out and destroys them. Oh, poor Cameron. Oh, uh, we opened the show with Shotzi um, defeating Dakota Kai. There was a really nasty spot in that match, like where she did the, um, she was doing the uh, was it slice bread number two. Probably, I think I know what you're talking about. And she Shotzi landed on her head. Yeah, like on the ring apron. So it was uh, it was pretty nasty. I thought she was like, I thought she was gonna, they were going to end up calling the match because it, it looked like she may have, like knocked herself out, but. Uh, let's see what else we have. Uh, main event Gargano and Candice taking on Io Shirai and Damian Priest. Um, Gargano and Candice picked up the win on that one and then posed with the uh, women's and United, not United States, North American championships to end the show. Um, so hopefully that might be a uh, prelude or preview of what's going to happen at TakeOver, um, uh, which we will get into now. All right, so takeover. We've got start with the uh, opening. Well, it's probably not the opening, but the bottom match here: Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. Give me Velveteen Dream. You want Velveteen? Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to push him back again mm-hmm. since he's been gone. You think so? <sighs> I'm going Kushida. I think I'm going Kashida too. Good lord, I started spelling Lushida. <laughs> That's why you, you're gonna spell. You're gonna put in Loomis. I was like, damn, when did he get put in that match? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually I'm surprised that they haven't um that they're doing Kashida now that Loomis is back. Yeah, he may just may not be 100%. Yeah, I don't know. 
Like I was really shocked when I, I saw you. him. I was like, wow, I didn't realize he's going to be back already. I bet you he'll be involved in that match somehow, like just popping oh, up like he usually speaking does. Speaking of NXT, like in random spots. You heard about Tegan Knox, right? Tore ACL. The third time in four years. Uh, Jeez, that man. That is so terrible. I love her so much. She's so good. I feel so bad for her. Man. All right, so what else we got here? We got the NXT Cruiserweight title match. Uh, Santos Escobar defending against Isaiah Swerve Scott. <sighs> I'm taking. I'm going with uh, Santos remaining. I'm going with uh, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Well, I know Pablo. I know Noriega. You owe me a hundred favors. I'm gonna go with Santos. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! All right, North American Championship. Uh, Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. <sighs> I'm going Gargano. I was thinking Gargano too, but yeah, because I don't really, I don't really like Damian Priest all that much. Well, one thing too, like Priest, like title reign hasn't been like really anything to write home about. It's it's kind of lackluster. Yeah, I mean he's kind of <sighs> lackluster. <sighs> but that's the thing is like. I thought he was great in Ring of Honor as Punishment Martinez. Yeah, he was. Then it's like they haven't been able to um, capitalize on that at all. Yeah, since not, they brought him into NXT. Yeah, I just don't like the the priest name, like Damian Priest. Makes it like he's like, like they just... little boys or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Maybe they should, they should just call him Damian. <laughs> <laughs> Damian. Uh... But I'm, I'm gonna go to Johnny Gargano. Start... Like they should give the title to somebody that's more interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Gargano. It's kind of tough for me though. But gotta go Gargano. Yeah. All right. So we've got NXT Women's Title Match: Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Give me Candice LeRae. Man, I mean, it's 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 sad because we cut like if if Johnny's gonna win, Candice has to win. So I'm going with Candice. I think I think she. I personally think like regardless if if Gargano wins or loses, I think Candice is gonna be the one to take the title off of Io. I think that might have been the initial plan too, with her eventually defending against Tegan, but like that may throw some throw a wrench in the works if Tegan actually did get injured, or with Tegan actually being injured. So they may have to, they may just keep it on EO. But I'm I'm still going with Cam's. Oh man! So it looks like we are. Um, 
I think we're all pretty much on the same page for this one again, too. Aside from uh, Kashida versus Velveteen Dream. Let's see what we got here. NXT title match. Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, I mean, I know Finn Balor is probably going to retain the title, but I'm going to go Kyle O'Reilly just so I can be different from you. <laughs> You know what's funny? I was going to be like, you know what? As a shocker, I'm going to go for Finn Balor. O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Regardless, regardless of the outcome, this match is going to be, it's probably going to be the match. Oh, yeah. Like, but yeah, it's Finn Balor and oh. O'Reilly. So yeah, it's going to be good. Um, <sighs> I just I, I think Finn Balor like he has like one hell like, I don't think he earned the title that way and then just lose it like your first title defense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's too soon. Like he is if he's gonna lose the title, it's gonna be someone like a like an Adam Cole or um someone like that. Just, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Gargano. I can even see them like pushing like um Bret Hart. Ah, uh, Priest maybe up that level, or Loomis, even Velveteen. You know. I just think they're really afraid afraid to pull the trigger right now with with Velveteen with the way. I think they should bring back Bret Hart. Been, bring back Bret Hart. We <laughs> 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 just resurrect <laughs> Owen Hart to wrestle Finn Balor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so takeover is Sunday night. I'm um, looking forward to that. That's going to be a great event. All the takeovers usually are. Uh, let's rewind back to Wednesday with the AEW Dynamite. Uh, we opened the show with Darby Allen taking on Ricky Starks. This match pissed me off. Okay, okay. Darby okay. Like before, before and... you complain about it, I just want to say the reason that even happened was because of Darby Allen. Did you watch it again? Darby clearly like rings his neck forward in, and like picks his shoulders up. Yeah. That's the whole reason his shoulders are even up, and the ref isn't even looking at it. Exactly, like, he's not even looking at all. Yeah, that, that's my point. Like, like, like it, it shouldn't even like the ref should have said, "Hey, hey, hey," you know. Yeah. Like it's it's and then, little it's little and then details it's funny like too, that, that completely throw everything. It's funny off. too. Nobody talks about it either. Like, you see, they don't, like, Taz doesn't no. get mad about it like it shouldn't happen. Ricky Starks acts like it's fine. You don't hear JR or uh, fucking what's-his-name talk about it. No one talks no. about it. Yeah, I even tweeted it. I was like, like I said, I'm like sitting down to watch AEW on TNT. Dude, Ricky Starks' shoulders are up. How the hell did Darby Allen get that? Was the ref blind? Maybe. Maybe. It's like seriously, like this is freaking Maybe ridiculous. Maybe it's fucking high fat rules. But that's well, that's the whole thing. Like Carl and I were talking about it today. It's like when you watch, like you said, when you look at Darby Allen do the pinfall, he's pulling Starks' right. head up, and he's leaning more towards the legs than closer to the upper body, like he should have been to make that pinfall. And the ref should have been like, you know, doing like the the shoulder check. Which, you know, obviously, like, that's how the match was supposed to finish was with that. And they just went went through, like, ABC 
and not going, oh, shit, let me make an adjustment. Yo, shoulders are up. You know, let's because he was right there at that, you know, where he was supposed to be to make that three count. You can clearly see the shoulders work up. You know, it's just you know, little details like that are, are something that I think they need to pay attention to because it's not the first time because you had like months ago, the freaking the dark order beat down on Dustin Rhodes and the guy's not even hitting Dustin and they got the hard camera on him. Um, same thing on dark with Ray Phoenix, like going to town on someone and like, you can tell that he's not even hitting them. And the way they got the camera going, like he's completely missing them. It's like, they're just not like paying close attention to those tiny little details. And I'm not saying, you know, WWE is perfect because we have the same shit in the, uh, women's one of the women's battle royals where freaking Sasha Banks is like stomping on, I think it was Trish in the corner and, she was like three feet away from her. She wasn't even, the boots weren't even connecting at all. Oh, or the Montreal screw job. <laughs> Ring the bell. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we go from that. Um, some of the other big stuff from Dynamite. Cody accepted Brody Lee's challenge. Then we get like this ginormous we have brawl. Brawls. It it's called between Brody they should and Cody change it from and, AW Dynamite to AEW Brawl. To <laughs> AEW Brawl, yeah. There, there's always a brawl. Like it's either going to end the show in a brawl, or there's going to be a brawl in the middle of the damn thing. And even during the Darby Allen Starks match, um, what's his face? <sighs> what the fuck was it? Cage started coming out, then Hobbs intercepted him. Like we can't have like which, one match which, where nobody gets involved. They're wrestling next week for the FTW title. What we need is a fall brawl. Yeah. Fall brawl. Fall brawl. <laughs> they probably will. I think WWE might have the trademark on fall fall brawl though, because they had that in um uh the last two like two K one two K games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got FTR retained over SCU, which was a pretty solid matchup. Uh, they got the win by uh, <laughs> Tully Blanchard and uh, formerly Scott Dawson holding down the legs of, was... uh, of I think it was Scorpio Sky. Yeah. Right? Was it? I, I, I think it was Kazarian. I think, yeah, it was Kazarian. Yep. So basically, he held his legs down so he couldn't kick out. So they retained over that. Uh, Cassidy versus Jericho was actually a really good match. That was good. Uh, of course, uh, Jericho picked up the win on that one. So, and then surprisingly, another good match was uh, the Butcher versus yeah. Mox. So that was um, that was not what I was expecting. That actually turned out like turned out really good. So, uh, yeah. So that was uh, that was AEW. Not really too much more out of there. Um, real quick, there's some impact stuff. We had a uh, tie and Rosemary defeat the team of Havoc and Nevaeh. Uh, Jordan Grace defeated you know Dashwood, and then last week Eddie Edwards got attacked. Uh, Sammy Callahan actually came out and revealed that it was Ken Shamrock who attacked Edwards. So Ken Shamrock is back on Impact. Uh, basically, Callahan was on the stage. Lights went out. Lights come back on, and Shamrock is in the ring, and him and Eddie started going at it. Uh, let's see. We've got Slender promoting Victory Road, which is a special event that you can find on the Impact Plus app. 
Uh, like we mentioned earlier, you sign up for it, you get a 30-day free trial. Um, we've got Eric Young defending against Edwards for the Impact Wrestling Championship. Deanna Prazo versus Susie for the Knockouts Championship. Rohit Raju versus whoever. It's an open no, challenge. Who's TBD? Title. Who's uh, TBD? <laughs> so the open challenge for the X Division title it can't be answered by TJP, Trey Miguel, or Chris Bay. So it's got to be someone completely who has not had a shot against Raju for the X Division yeah, sure. title. Matt Cardona. Um, one of the two matches. <laughs> I don't, he's. Well, there's no weight limit on the exhibition, so you probably could. Um, one of the two matches that made me want to watch this event, that's why I signed up for the network, uh, Brian Myers versus Tommy Hell Dreamer. Yeah. Should be pretty solid. Um, then we got Tennille Dashwood in another match against Jordan Grace that was set up by Caleb with a K um, on Tuesday's Impact. And then we've got Heath and Rhino, which is the second match that makes me want to watch this, versus Reno Scum in an unsanctioned match. So that should be a pretty mm-hmm. fun event um, for just something that they seems like was just thrown together right off the bat. Uh, let's see. UWN Primetime, uh, which is on the Fight Network. Series has been pretty good. The first four episodes, uh, well, this will be the third episode. Next week will be the fourth. Um, those are the only ones that I've paid for so far. I don't know if I'm going to continue with the rest of them, but we'll see. Uh, we had uh, Allison K take on Nicole Savoy, I believe. So Allison K picked up the win on that one. Uh, there's some other matches in there with a bunch of guys that I'm not familiar with. <coughs> basically just watching it for the NWA guys. Um, and this match that we were supposed to get at the Crockett Cup, we finally got... On this week's primetime, Aaron Stevens defending the third degree national championship against Trevor Murdoch. Uh, Murdoch defeats uh, Aaron Hello. Stevens. So Murdoch Hello. is our new national yeah. champion. So. I love Murdoch. <laughs> his, uh, his promo at the end was great. He's like, um, what do you say? He's like, you know, he's like, I want to thank my mom, my dad, uh, you know, my wife, my, my daughters. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, he's like, I never thought I'd, uh, you know, this day will come. He's like, this is my last chance. He's like, I'm an NWA world champion. <laughs> he's like, I'm going I home. It. <laughs> so it was just very like, he's like about to cry. Like, yeah, I've never like, this is the first time I've seen Trevor Murdoch with a title. On, on a television, like on a broadcasted wrestling mm-hmm. program since he was a tag team champion in WWE. He wasn't, wasn't he like US champion <laughs> at one point? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because once they split up him and him and um, Lance Cade, like he really didn't do much. I don't say. I, and he got released shortly I after say that. I he was so. like a US champion. Mm, maybe. I don't think so. Was fun. And then, young, and then, young. and then, this other thing, Chris. The only reason I'm excited for it is the Pope is wrestling. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything to watch the Pope wrestle? 
Sign me up for it. <laughs> Championships and accomplishments. Boy, he was yeah, WWE he was just tag team champion. Oh, okay. I could have hallucinated. <laughs> so he he's been champion in like some other um independent wrestling companies. Um he actually ranked uh in two thousand eight, ranked ninety six on the top five hundred for PWI. Pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, he was a good wrestler. Uh, yeah, I love Trevor Murdoch. Like, he's he's like a great, a great brawler. That's that's what he is. Well, so, yeah. So next week we're getting Zicky Dice with a mystery partner against Watts and the Pope. I cannot tell you how long it. The last time I've actually seen the Pope wrestle. Right. It's been a long time. Like, is even. Yeah, because he transitioned from Impact and TNA, transitioned from in-ring performer to an announcer. And then in NWA, he was basically like a manager on power. So I think they were building up to an eventual match with him against, you know, someone. I think it was Eddie Kingston. Um, So I think they were building up a match with him eventually to Kingston. But, like, obviously, that's not something that we're getting right now, but um, I'm pretty sure Zicky Dice's mystery partner is going to be Eli Drake. Probably. Yeah, it'd be Eli. Uh, just based off of. Drake. Yeah. Tell me. So just based off of um, because Drake wrestled Watts last week, so we'll see how that goes. So looking forward to that, and that's the uh, pretty much the last episode I've paid for. So we'll see if I'm going to continue that. Uh some quick ROH stuff. The pure title tournament continued with uh, Fred. Yehi. Yehi. Um, to beat that Silas Young. really good. I'm sure it was. Silas Young's right. a great wrestler. This, this guy was probably bigger than Silas Young. They're about the same size. They they would have had it. They were really wow. good. Both of them. I like that match a lot. That's yeah, you need to watch crazy. both of those matches. Then we They're had... Yeah, got to check those out. And then we had uh, Josh Woods um, going over Kenny King um, by decision. Yep. So, uh, James Woods. And you're saying right? you're telling. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's James Woods' son. No. <laughs> All right. So that's um. That's pretty much all that we've got for the the week in review. Um, Victory Old, like I said, is Saturday night. Um, Takeover 31 will be Sunday. So you got some uh, pretty good wrestling events lined up for this weekend. Yeah. Should be a fun weekend there. Wrestling. Um, wrestling. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with. Uh, uh, we got some news for the points of articulation and we've got the results. For month of one. I wonder who won. For our fans, our Russell Geddon Wrestling Federation. <sighs> we will give you the results Woo! and uh, we will tell you who's singing some karaoke. So, to be the man, you gotta beat got the all man. those. And somebody <laughs> didn't beat him. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. We got everything. All our songs that we have on our karaoke list are fired up in the Random Tron 5000. So we'll go, th- we'll go with that. 
and we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Right, so we are back. Uh, we're going to jump into the points of articulation, and then we'll roll into our uh, WrestleGadget Wrestling Federation results for our voting for the fan votes. But uh, speaking of fan votes, the Fan Takeover Elites. Um, there's a new poll up on WWE.com. Uh, they're actually moving from a Walmart exclusive after the first two sets to an Amazon exclusive, and they're going to become Ultimate Editions. So the poll kicked off with Jeff Hardy. So it's pretty much um, SmackDown 2008. I think it was Armageddon 2008 and WrestleMania 25 are the three um, options that they gave us. So basically the only thing that's different is his belt color and his face paint. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Royal Rumble elites were announced. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ultimate Warrior. Titus O'Neil, which should be the uh, Titus World Slide. Titus World Slide. And an Umaga. Uh, then we got uh, Elite 82 is up for pre-order on Ringside Collectibles. Um, that's got a new Jerry Lawler figure, which looks to be a younger Lawler. Uh, Carl, Finn Balor, Carl, you better buy Alexa it. Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith Lee. Uh, who will be the chase in that line. Uh, we're getting Gronk's figure in Elite 82 with the 24-7 title, and we're getting a new John Morrison. Uh, we got some other pre-orders that have popped up on ringside as well, and those are the WrestleMania 37 Elites, uh, which is... Blah. I just lost it. The white It's uh, China. <laughs> China Edge, Shawn Michaels, and Goldberg. Now, this is the uh, build. A, there's a build a figure series with this, so it's Paul Ellering with um with the puppet. Okay. Did they ever make a Gilberg yeah, figure? Uh, Just curiosity. They did not make a Gilberg, but they should totally make a Gilberg. They should come with like little bitty sparklers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh the Paul Ellering is pretty cool because he's got two heads. So he's got like young Ellering and old Ellering. So That's cool. Pretty psyched about that one. And when Goldberg is uh from his match where he won the universal title from Wyatt. Um Edge is from his uh match with McFoley, the hardcore match. Um I don't know what match Michaels is from, but yeah. So uh, there's those. The WrestleMania 37 basics are up for pre-order as well. 
Uh, I'm not going to get into all the figures in that one. And that is uh, pretty much what they added. Uh, top picks 2021. I think are these the basics or the elites? These are basics. So it's John Cena, The Rock, Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman. So, so there are those. Uh, what else we got here? We got the New Japan Series 1 has been delayed until January. So another delay for Super 7's New Japan Series. I just want to say that four basic figures you just said are like the most basic fucking people they could have picked for it. And that makes so much sense. Yeah, it's, it's the people, yeah, it's the it's four four people they make the most figures for. Yep. The only one missing is like they could have replaced Strowman with Mysterio. No, 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 no. They could have replaced Strowman with Styles. <laughs> There's like a style. No, I'm saying like Mysterio. Yeah, Mysterio does that. Mysterio way. and Cena, I think, still have the most produced Mattel figures. It's crazy. Out of like everyone that Mattel's made figures for, it's crazy. Everybody loves seeing the man. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the Wrestle Get and Wrestling Federation. Uh, we won't have any fantasy shows this week. Uh, we'll return with those next week, um, as we're kind of you know like a middle of the week type thing. So it's like a bonus month, bonus week, I should say, in between September and October. So we're going to give you the results for the fan voting. Uh, Saturday night special. So Carl show 13 votes total for the month. So Carl is the winner. He cheated. How did that cheat? (laughs) You put in the contra code to get more votes. (laughs) (laughs) So Carl picks up picks up the win. Um, Heat Wave, my show, comes in at nine votes. And uh, Garrett Show, Money Shot, holding up the rear with eight. Uh, so one by one vote. One vote, Garrett. One vote. We could have been singing a duet. Two votes. Could have been singing a duet <laughs> tonight. Now I got to be singing by myself. So, all right. So I've got everything lined up here in the randomizer. I'm going to do it. We're going to do it twice. Okay. Let's, we'll do it three times. Lucky number three. So we'll randomize three times. You do get one veto. So if it's a song you don't want to do, you can veto. I, but you have to do. I'm not going to veto it. Whatever it is, I'll sing it. No matter what it is. Oh, look at him yeah. being cocky. No, Ooh. I'm not going to be cocky. It's called not being a bitch, Carl. Or if it has the N-word in it, you're just going to sing the N-word? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, in, yeah, in, in. <laughs> All right, so I've random twice, and here we go for the third one. Straight out of Compton. Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. All right. You can pick um, the better song, Garrett. We know it. <laughs> <laughs> we know it, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You know what? Just for Carl, I'll be doing it. Just so I can hear a different song. Come on. What you got? All right. So here's the veto random. Kiss me. Sixpence, none the richer. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the funny thing is the number two on here is I touch myself. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good song, though. How much of this song am I singing, by the way? But at least it's the um, Yeah, at least in the first chorus. All right. <clears throat> so I don't uh How long do I have this? You know, I've seen her live in concert, too. <laughs> have you? I'm sure you have. I don't even know that I know the song, but we'll. we'll is, that a, is that a Christian concert? Like, for some reason, this is like a Christian <laughs> song, right? I know that. <laughs> so I was there and started singing it. And I was like, oh, okay. <sighs> All right. It's like Carl, and I, Carl and I will. Uh, we will mute our mics. Oh, God. So you don't laugh at me while I'm singing? Yeah, please. Please. Well, I don't, so think, Carl, I don't think Carl can. I don't think Carl can mute his mic. <laughs> Well, we, uh, we just don't want to bust out in a song with you. We don't want to make this, you know, uh, a... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's like going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Like a trio thing. That's what's We're not the happen. three tenors. So. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what this song is. Dude. Oh, God. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. You all ready? All right. I'm going mute. All right. This is uh, G-Money. Singing Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer in three, two, one. Kiss me out of the bitty night me beside the green, green grass. Swing, swing, swing those bitty steps. You wear those shoes and I will wear that dress. Oh, kiss me beneath the filthy twilight. Leave me out on the moonlight floor. Arms open hands, shake up the fan and change the fire fire to a shimmer food fast for me. So kiss me. Kiss me. Down by the broken tree now. Sing me. Upon his hanging tire Bring, bring Bring your flowered hat We'll take the trail marks on your father's back Oh, kiss me Beneath the milky twilight Out on the moonlit floor Lift your open hand Strike up the fan and make the fire up the sand so kiss me. <laughs> Woo! Dude, dude, I, I, I kind of, I kind of want to kiss you now, man. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh jeez. <sighs> oh man.
this was the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get used to it. They'll probably be singing once a month now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. I want to say thank you to everyone who voted throughout the month. Uh, we really appreciate it. It shows that we do indeed. Um, you guys. <laughs> You guys are listening to us um, and actually um, formulating some sort of a fan base for what we're doing. Um, But you can find those polls on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, Carl really appreciates it. (laughs) And we're happy that Carl's fans on Facebook were able to figure out the voting system for that. So, bravo. Oh man, that was awesome. So, but we'll be back next week with the our month two week one shows um, leading into our month two pay-per-views. Uh, so the voting will continue next week um, after the new episode drops on Friday. So be on the lookout for that. Make sure you're following us on Twitter uh, to see the voting for that. Like the Facebook page as well. Um, I may I may open it up to Instagram too this month. So I'll figure out what I can do. So might have to just be like a write-in type thing. Instagram's a little harder, but, oh, but we'll see. So, uh, so on that note, uh, make sure you give our good friends, the Chick-fil-A show, a follow and listen on all their social media. Uh, Chick-fil-A on Instagram, Chick-fil-A show on Twitter. Uh, run-in podcast, um, which you can find on Instagram and Twitter as well. It's run-in pod and the run-in podcast. Uh, wrestling with reality podcast, of course, the major wrestling figure podcast. You can follow us again on social media at WrestleGeddon Pod on Twitter with one D, WrestleGeddon Pod on Instagram with two Ds, Facebook.com slash WrestleGeddon Podcast, I believe, or Pod, one of the two. All right, search WrestleGeddon Podcast, it'll come up. Um, <laughs> WrestleGeddon Podcast.wordpress.com, so you can check out some of the articles that will be going up on there. Want to try to do something monthly for that. So, give you guys something to read each and every month uh, based around either like toys or just, you know, personal experiences like wrestling shows or all that fun stuff. So, we'll see where we're going with that. Um, and we will leave you theme of the week this week, which is my pick. Um, and I'm going with the Good Brothers Impact Wrestling theme. Nice. So you're living with the good brothers, right? Living here with the good brothers. Oh, yeah. Good brothers impact theme. All right. So that's all I got. You guys good? Good. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And we'll talk to you all next week. This has been episode 61 of the WrestleGeddon podcast. Later, Marks. <laughs> oh my god. That's so good. Awesome. <laughs> <sighs>
See you. 